Linux in the Shell, Episode 20, The Kill-All Command. My name is Dan Washko. I will be your host. And as always, I'd like to thank Hacker Public Radio for sponsoring this show and providing the website and hosting the audio files. And uh, Hacker Public Radio, it's a great community project. A show a day during the week. Great stuff, great content, and always looking for contributors. So if you have an idea, head on over to Hacker Public Radio and share it. Let's talk about the kill-all command. Now, in the past two episodes, I focused on kill and p-kill and p-grab. And kill-all is the third command I'll talk about in the in the similar vein of sending a signal to a process. And kill-all shares a lot of similarities between p-kill and some, some differences, too. So some of the stuff I'm going to gloss over because it covered it in more detail than the other two commands, like exactly what the different signal processes are that you can send to the process. So let, let's jump right into it. At the heart of it, kill all just takes the kill all and then the name of the process or the command name of the process that you want to terminate. For instance, kill all X term. What it's going to do is just like P kill, it's going to attempt to send the sig term, which is the default signal, signal number 15, we've talked about all of them, default signal, sig term, to all X term processes just like pgrep or pkill would. And, and if it's successful, it doesn't usually output anything. But if it fails or it can't kill it or there is no extern process, it'll report that there aren't any processes or it couldn't kill the process. Now, like any other command, you have to have permission to kill the process that you're running. So if you're a standard user and you're trying to kill the process of another user, it's not going to work. Now, if you're root, you can kill everybody's processes, even your own. So just be careful of that uh, security measure in place that you can only kill the processes that you have control over, or if you have some way to gain elevated privileges like sudo, um, or SU in the root, who has those privileges, you will be able to kill anybody's processes. Now, kill all operates on kind of like pkill does, that it it doesn't just necessarily work on one process, one instance of the process. It's going to work on all instances of the process executed by the command name that you specify. Kill all has a limitation of 15 characters of the command name. So if, for instance, you have two commands that are different but share the same 15 characters and they exceed 15 characters in length, kill all will kill both of those or attempt to kill both of those even though they may be different. Now, that can be augmented and actually prevented from happening by using the dash E or the dash dash exact uh, option. That switch right there, that will explicitly match uh, the first 15 characters and if the command exceeds the 15 characters it's not going to kill 
those processes. So it will uh, prevent that 15 character limitation process from happening. Um, also, <clears throat> one good thing to do with the kill all command, if you want to, is the dash V or the dash dash verbose. And what that does is it'll report exactly what kill all is going to do. Or has done, actually, not going to do it. It's going to, has done. So it, when you kill a process, it'll report the list of processes, the process ID, and report that it, the, the signal it's sent to. So you can see what signal it sends by doing the dash V. Uh, and that's, that's pretty handy. Now, um, you can put kill all into an interactive mode with the dash I or dash dash interactive. And what will happen is before it actually sends the signal, it'll prompt you for confirmation. The default is an N. So if you just hit enter, it's going to send no and won't send the signal. But you hit Y for yes, and it will then kill that or send that signal to the process. <clears throat> Again, the default signal, just like all the other kill commands, is sig term or dash 15, or the sig term ID is 15, you can change the signal in a variety of ways, similar to kill and pkill, with the dash esh or dash dash signal command, right there, switch. <coughs> then you can specify either the number, like 9 for the kill process, or um, sig kill, or just kill. Similarly, you could do kill all dash nine, kill all dash sig kill, or kill all dash kill, and that all does the same thing as the dash s with the process ID or the, the signal that you're sending. So it sig kill all shares that same functionality in there. Another f shared functionality is the dash l or dash dash list, which will list all known signal names. Now, unlike the other processes, uh, kill and pkill, it'll only list the names of the signals without the sig prefix on it. So you're just getting the names of the signals. So it's not as verbose or flexible as it is in kill. Just be aware of that. Kill all has a quiet mode, dash Q or dash dash quiet. What that does is it suppresses the output of a non-successful iteration of the command. So if you did kill all dash Q X term and there was no X term process running or you didn't have permissions, it would suppress the output of the kill all command. Very, very, very simple command to use. Um, couple switches for how to handle which processes to kill. Again, like I said, kill all is pretty pretty exclusive of the command name. So if you do X term, you're going to kill all X terms. Now, it has even more flexibility with being able to handle regular expressions with the dash R or the dash dash reg XP. So if you were to do kill all dash R space term, it's going to search in all the processes for any process that has term in the name. So not only will it kill X term, A term, GNOME term, GNOME dash term is, I think, what it actually is, uh, GNOME dash, sorry, GNOME dash terminal, or dash E term, um, yeah, dash E, it's uh, E term with a capital E term. It will kill all those processes right there if you just do the regular expression R. Similarly, if you want to do a wildcard character, you will probably have to escape it with a black backslash. So kill all dash R backslash asterisk term will again work just like 
killing term did itself. It'll kill any process that starts that has term in it. Um, now you can do something like kill all dash r open bracket, not curly bracket, open bracket a comma x close bracket term, and that will only kill any process called a term or x term. It will not kill e term or gnome terminal gnome dash terminal. So regular expressions can be used. Another way to <coughs> limit or expand on what kill all can uh, execute is kill all dash u or dash dash user and that will only kill the processes specified or kill the processes of the specified user. So for example kill all dash u space dan will kill all the processes or send the signal sig term to all the processes owned by user dan of course you can limit that by specifying uh the the name of the command also kill all dash u dan space x term would only kill x term processes under the uh user dan so be aware of that further limitation, but if you just did the username, it would kill, offer to kill all the processes under that user's control. There's a process group ID that you can pass, which is the dash G or the dash dash process dash group. Now this works a little differently than you might expect. You're not going to pass a group ID. Oh, before I forget, when using user dash user, ID, you, you, you have to specify the username, it doesn't accept the user ID, or at least the versions of kill all that I have used do not accept it. Be aware of that. Now back to process group with the dash G or dash dash process dash group. Um, you can get the process group ID through top or PS or whatever, and you can see what process group a specific process is that you want to kill. Now the way that this works is you specify the process group ID and what that will do is it will kill, you would think that you would specify the process group ID and it would kill any process in that process group ID. No, that's not how it works. You, you say dash G and then X term. And what it does is it looks at the X term process or multiple X term processes that are in there and it will kill all the process all the processes that are in the same process group ID as the X term. So be very careful with that. Uh, it's going to take the command and look at the process group ID it's in and attempt to kill all those processes in that process group ID. It's not you specifying a process group ID. It's you specifying a process command that's in that pro and it kills the process group ID. So just be aware of that. Again, if you uh, are not careful, you could easily go and wipe out the entire process group ID for not only your user, but all other users on the uh, system if you have permission to do so. Like as root, if you executed um, kill all dash G X term, it would look for all the X term processes in there and their process group IDs and kill every process in that process group ID. Pretty much... Uh, wiping out most of the session of any other user that's in that uh, on that system that might be using X also uh, had an X term open so just be very careful it can be very dangerous more dangerous than just kill all in a process there are two 
time-related options. One is dash o or dash dash older dash than and dash y or dash dash younger dash than. And the way it works is you, you provide a timestamp. And uh, timestamp is in the format of uh, a float floating point number and a time reference, a time code. We'll call it time code, so to speak. Now, those time codes are S for seconds, M for minutes, H for hour, D for day of the month, W for weeks, capital M for month, and Y for year. All right, so the way that you specify it is, let's say you wanted to kill all process or kill off an external process that was started after 10.30 a.m. on December 31st, 2012. Well, you could specify, uh, so you want it after, it was all those that are after, so it's got to be younger than the timestamp. So that would be dash Y, and then the format would basically be 10 M. 30, I'm sorry, 10H for hour, 30M from 30 minutes. Uh, you don't have to specify seconds, but you could say 0S zero, zero for seconds. And then 12, capital M for the 12th month, 31D for the 31st day, and 2012Y for the year. So that's how you specify it, and then X term. So it's it's number and then time label. Again, like 10M would be the 10th minute. 10H would be the 10th hour. Very simple. little kind of kludgy when you think about it, but it's very simple. It's not that hard to, to remember. Um, kill all dash W or W dash dash wait. What that will do is instead of the way kill all would actually work is it would kill all X term would send the signal to all the X term processes running and then exit. Uh, whereas if you do the dash W, kill all is going to go into a waiting state and it's going to send the signal and make sure it gets a response from those processes, which could cause kill all to hang indefinitely if the process is not accepting signals or is in a zombie state that's ignoring the signal. And so you'd have to manually kill it there, but it would kill all would just not stop it would just keep attempting to see um whether or not the process died checking once per second uh and it could end up in a loop that pretty much covers kill all except for one other option which is se linux only that's the dash capital z or dash dash context and what that does is you're allowed to specify a security context so it will only kill the processes having the security context that match the ID that you've given. Um, now, you can do the ID or the context as a specific ID, or you can do a regular expression of the context. Um, and also be aware that in order to use the dash Z or context option, you have to specify that as the first argument. Um, other command, command names are optional. Um, other arguments are optional, but that one has to be in the first argument to the kill all command. So that's it folks, that's kill all in a nutshell right there. Head on over to the website for the full write-up, the bibliography, and the watch the video. And again, I thank you for listening, and I thank Hacker Public Radio for hosting the sites. Have a great day.
You have been listening to Hacker Public Radio at hackerpublicradio.org. We are a community podcast network that releases shows every weekday, Monday through Friday. Today's show, like all our shows, was contributed by a HBR listener like yourself. If you ever considered recording a podcast, then visit our website to find out how easy it really is. Hacker Public Radio was founded by the Digital Dog Pound and the Infonomicon Computer Club. HBR is funded by the Binary Revolution at binrev.com. All Binrev projects are proudly sponsored by Lunar Pages. From shared hosting to custom private clouds, go to lunarpages.com for all your hosting needs. Unless otherwise stated, today's show is released under a Creative Commons Attribution Share Alike 3.0 license.